0: Hi, I'm the Ish Girl, and you are listening to episode 37 of Connection, Not Perfection. Welcome to Connection, Not Perfection, the podcast that helps parents and teens connect using literature, laughter, and love. Hey there, I'm Amy, also known as the Ish Girl, and I am so glad that you're with me today. Now, I am super excited because I am talking about a fabulous YA book on today's episode. And it's one you might already be familiar with. It is a book by a fellow Texas girl, Julie Murphy, and it's called Dumplin'. And the Netflix movie version of it was released just this week. Now, before I jump into talking about the book Dumplin', I wanted to let you know that today's episode is sponsored by the ebook be the grown-up they need. And it is a resource that I put together with my friend Tammy Scow, who is a licensed counselor, and it is all about what's developmentally appropriate in teens. It is full of information that has helped me so much, and I wanted to share that information with you guys. And the great news is, it is absolutely free. You can use the link below in my show notes to download it, or you can head to theishgirl.com forward slash ebook, and get it there. Okay, so let's get to Dumplin'. Now, this book is the story of Willa Dean Dixon, who lives in a small Texas town called Clover City. She has a best friend named Ellen. She has a co-worker named Bo, who she has a massive crush on. And the story is all about how she is coping with the loss of her Aunt Lucy, who has helped her mom raise her, basically, and how her relationship with her mom, her relationship with herself and her body image, her relationship with her friends, how all of those things are kind of coming together at this critical mass point where she's trying to decide who she is, how she feels about herself, and just what everything means. It's kind of the classic coming-of-age story with kind of a new twist because this book, I have to say, is very raw. It is honest. It is hilarious. It made me cry. It gave me all of the feels. So I just, I loved it. Now, Willa Dean Dixon and her aunt, as well as her best friend, Ellen, they all have a passion for Dolly Parton. It is a huge part of the storyline of the book. And what I love about this is that um, when the movie started to be put together, Dolly Parton got actually got wind of it and became a part of the process. And she has even, um, I think she wrote like six songs um, for the movie soundtrack and has just been a big part of promoting the film, which I just, having read the book um, before it got all the buzz, like I, when it first came out a couple of years ago, it's kind of the dream come true for every author, right? Like that, 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 Celebrity that you wrote about in your story has actually taken notice and become a part of bringing it, bringing your story to the world. So I love that. Now, I will say that I, I watched the movie. It just dropped on Friday, December 7th. So just a couple of days ago. And I will say that as always, the book is better. Like you guys know that I have said that over and over, the book is always, always, always better. But I will say that I feel like Netflix did a really great job, or or the producers, director, actors, etc. Did a real screenwriters did a really great job of um, bringing the story to life on the small screen. So uh, again, I highly, obviously, since I'm featuring it on the show, I highly recommend reading the book and watching. Um, the movie version of it. But just to tell you a little bit more about it, obviously, again, the book is always better. It is grittier. Um, the characters are more in depth, especially um, Willa Dean's best friend, Ellen, her crush, Beau, and her uh, deceased Aunt Lucy. There's a, a lot more detail there about all those characters. I would say the book is much more blunt and matter of fact about weight and body image issues. Um, But in the end, I would say the book and the movie, they both really capture Willa Dean's story, which is really all about her struggle to accept herself for who she is right now in the moment. Now, I want to highlight some of the bigger key differences between the book and the movie, because that's what always interests me. Like, how did the movie handle some of the different issues that were favorites or characters that were favorites in the book? So I'm just going to run those down really quickly before I get into the issues that arise in the book that you will be able to use to talk to your teen. So those differences are things like... um, In the book, Ellen and Willa Dean have a a rift, and they have that in the movie as well, but in the book, that rift really begins when Ellen decides to have sex with her longtime boyfriend, Tim, and this is all right around the same time that she's starting a new summer job at the mall. And it's in a clothing store that Willa Dean absolutely hates because the girls are kind of snotty who work there. They don't have anything that she can wear there. So Ellen is making all these new friends that she's working with and she's moving forward in her life. And Willa Dean is just really um, concerned, worried, afraid um, of being left behind basically. So there's that really huge dynamic that is a big part of the plot in the book that is kind of left out of the movie. Now also in the book, Bo isn't made out to be quite as much of a knight in shining armor, especially in the beginning of the story. Um, he, this first part of the story over the, the course of, of the summer that Willa Dean is walking through, um, he doesn't want a relationship, but he does want to be able to make out with Willa Dean kind of behind the restaurant that they both work in. Um, there are certain things that he's not sharing with her, things like why he's so tense with his old private school friends or the fact he didn't tell her that he would be leaving the private school and going to the public school with, with her and with all her friends in the fall. So, um, that is just a much more complex relationship. And in the book, I would say her Aunt Lucy is much more larger than life, and some of the things that are attributed to Dolly Parton in the movie were actually from Lucy in the book. Like, there's a great quote that I love that's um, her Aunt Lucy talking about how uh, uh, talking about Ellen and. Willadine's friendship, and she tells them that y'all girls are different versions of the same story. And I think in the movie they attribute that to Dolly Parton. Anyway, um, Lucy also is much more complex because throughout the course of the story, Willadine really realizes that her aunt, who died at age thirty-six because she had a heart attack because she was morbidly obese, she sees how Lucy's fear and concerned with what people thought and would say to her really kept her from doing some of the the, some of the things that she would have really loved to do. So that is much more clear in the book. And also in the book, the character Amanda, who is um, a schoolmate of Willa Dean's, who actually does the pageant with she and Millie and Hannah, um, she is completely cut out, and she is a girl who has to wear like corrective brace shoes. She's she kind of is part of the misfit group that enters the beauty pageant, and she's completely out of the story. And also, there's no Mitch. And in the book, Mitch is a boy that Willa Dean dates during the school year. Like, he's a really nice kid, they get to know each other very well. He shares a lot about his own family drama with Willa Dean. And she really mishandles their relationship because of all of her confused feelings about Beau. So it's very, um, that's a very poignant part of the book, I felt like. And it's a part of the book that r- made Willa Dean a much more well rounded character, I would say, because she had, it showed a lot of her flaws. So I, I really did like that part of the book. Mitch was a big part of things and he was a big part of helping Willa Dean see herself as someone worthy of love, worthy of friendship and deserving, which that was another big theme in the book that you have to see yourself as deserving. You have to feel that way about yourself before other people will see it in you if they even do. And if they don't, it doesn't matter. So Those are kind of the big differences. Now, as far as all the issues that I wanted to talk about in the book, they are things like body image, friendship, parenting, relationships, dating, grief, and identity. And rather than just kind of waxing poetic about all of those, I actually have a copy of the book here with me. And I just wanted to read a couple of quotes about each of those to kind of give you an idea. Because... I have to say, this is a book that has so many quotable quotes and just nuggets of wisdom that I just—they're so like I could make little memes of of, like probably something from every page. I know. Okay, here I go waxing poetic. Sorry about that. So I'm going to jump in with body image, and I'm going to start with this quote of Willa Dean's, and this is right after she's made a nasty comment about one of Ellen's new friends, and she says. All my life, I've had a body worth commenting on. And if living in my skin has taught me anything, it's that if it's not your body, it's not yours to comment on. Fat, skinny, short, tall, it doesn't matter. So I really loved that. And then also, um, when she first meets Bo, her crush, I'm just gonna read the little exchange because again, I loved it. The first time we met, when he was still a new hire, I held my hand out and introduced myself. Willa Dean, I said, cashier, Dolly Parton enthusiast and resident fat girl. I waited for his response, but he said nothing. I mean, I am other things too, but... Bo, his voice was dry, but his lips curled into a smile. My name's Bo. He took my hand and a flash of memories I'd never made jolted through my head. Us holding hands in a movie or walking down the street or in a car then he let go. That night when I replayed our introductions over and over in my head, I realized that he didn't flinch when I called myself fat. And I liked that. The word fat makes people uncomfortable. But when you see me, the first thing you notice is my body. And my body is fat. It's how I notice, it's like how I notice some girls have big boobs or shiny hair or knobby knees. Those things are okay to say, but the word fat The one that best describes me makes lips frown and cheeks lose their color. But that's me. I'm fat. It's not a cuss word. It's not an insult. At least it's not when I say it. So I always figure, why not get it out of the way? Now, I think that quote is so telling and it really sets up Willa Dean's character. And this is kind of within the first 10 pages of the book that this quote comes up. So I thought that that just really captured what this story is all about, is moving from that to who she is in the end, which is amazing. And this is towards the end of the book. And here's what she said. And, and again, I loved this. And you might have seen this. If you've paid any attention at all to this book, you may have seen this already. But I, again, I love it. There's something about swimsuits that makes you think you've got to earn the right to wear them. And that's wrong. Really, the criteria is simple do you have a body put a swimsuit on it so that is towards the end of the book which i hope you can see there kind of the real shift in her thinking there maybe maybe not obviously you need to read the book but um, but i thought that that was great okay moving on to friendship now with her best friend ellen Again, their, their relationship is very complex. They've been friends since they were little girls, but they're really kind of developing and moving forward in maturity at different rates. And that is hard, especially for Willa Dean because she's feeling a little left behind. And so here is a quote about that friendship. Maybe it's selfish, but I don't really know how to handle Ellen doing something I haven't. I guess I'm scared I won't know how to be her friend. So I thought that was great. And then also, there's this quote. Over the course of the summer, I've given myself plenty of reasons why I shouldn't tell Ellen about what's been going on with Beau. But no matter how I spin it, I know that to Ellen, my not telling her is as good as any lie. Actually, it might be worse. So I think that just captures their friendship well. Okay, and then with their parenting relationship that's portrayed between Willa Dean and her mom, it is so complex and it is so difficult because here you have a mom who used to be a beauty queen and not just a beauty queen, but one who like Willa Dean and her Aunt Lucy used to be a big girl before high school and she lost a bunch of weight and then ended up winning this uh, Clover City beauty pageant and that at this point to Willa Dean looks like her mom's crowning achievement, no pun intended there. So you have this really awkward relationship between the two of them because Willa Dean feels like her aunt Lucy is really the one who's raised her and she can't relate to her mom and now Lucy is gone and it's just really hard. Now this exchange happens after Willa Dean has been suspended from school for for an act of violence against a boy who has just relentlessly bullied, not only her, but a bunch of other people. So she is at home. Her mom has had to come pick her up from school. And the bullying started because her mom dropped off at school and called her nickname after her, which of course is Dumplin'. And everybody started teasing her about it. Anyway, here's the exchange. Maybe mom, you haven't noticed, but this is about so much more than that dumb nickname. You'll never come out and say it, but I know you can't stand that your daughter looks like this. My arms flail wildly. What are you talking about? Don't play dumb. I see it every time you turn on a weight loss show or tell me about your friend who lost a ton of weight on the latest fad diet or when you inventory our pantry every time you come home to make sure that I haven't eaten the whole thing. Her chin quivers and the possibility of her crying at this exact moment fills me with rage. I want you to be happy. I am happy. I say every syllable perfectly even. I don't even know how much truth there is to that, but I can't imagine that 15 or even 50 pounds would change how much I miss Lucy, how confused I am about Beau, or the growing distance between me and Elle. So I thought that that was just, that really encapsulates their whole, well, I wouldn't say the whole, but but definitely a large part of the angst that's between them. And then here's another one. I never realized how much was lacking for my relationship with my mom until Lucy wasn't there to fill in the gaps. It's the two of us now fumbling around in the dark. Now, one more, and then I'm going to compare it to the movie because it is a little bit different. Um, This is when Willa Dean is trying on the dress that her mom has altered for the beauty pageant. She waves me off and starts to pack up her sewing box on her dresser. I thought, I just thought you might make an effort to slim down a little for the pageant. She turns back to me. I mean, are you even taking this seriously? Her words send me stumbling. So the dress doesn't fit because you expected me to lose weight? I wave my hands up and down the length of my form. Mom, this is me. This is my body. Mom, I feel good. My voice starts out even and calm. This dress makes me feel like someone I didn't know I could be. I've never owned anything like it. But if when you see this, when you see me, you think it's a pity that it's a shame that I didn't lose a few, then screw you, mom. Try harder. So this is when the relationship is getting very um, tense and heated. The pageant is coming up. Her mom is working hard. And I would say in the book, It is much more evident that her mom just doesn't get it. Um, That's much more of the story than it is in the movie. Um, I would say that in the movie, there are these moments of reconciliation between Willa Dean and her mom, which I loved, but really it's not the same as what was in the book. And, and in the book, I think that it might be closer to what a girl's real experience might be in a situation like this. Um, I think I liked the fact that in the book, there wasn't this kind of happily ever after. We know that her relationship with her mom is gonna be something that continues to evolve and grow. So um, I I actually enjoyed kind of both versions of that within the book and the movie, but they are different. Okay, as far as dating goes, um, again, in the book, Willa Dean dates Mitch, she dates Beau a little bit, but she really, really, Um, likes Bo a lot and he scares her a lot. So that is interesting. I think as far as the story is concerned, because it really highlights how if you don't feel like you deserve something, you end up sabotaging things. This is right after Bo asks her to be um, his girlfriend. I break our eye contact, letting my gaze wander everywhere but him. I don't know if I can handle the stares and the whispers. Even if I can get over the total self revulsion I feel when he touches me, really touches me, I don't think I can deal with people always asking in astonishment, like it's some water to wine miracle, how we ended up together. And now I know exactly how my Aunt Lucy felt when she decided she could not get on a plane to go to Dollywood. All those years, I thought she was only standing in her own way, and now I know she had no choice when your options are limited to being miserable in private or being mortified in public, there is no choice. I can't get on the plane. So this is when she does not feel like she deserves to um, be with somebody as great as she thinks Bo is. So I thought that was interesting. And later on, this is his response to her. Willadine Opal Dixon, you are beautiful. F anyone who's ever made you feel anything less? His chest heaves. When I close my eyes, I see you. I can talk to you in a way I have never been able to with anyone else. Beautiful, he says. Fat, I think. But can't I be both at the same time? Which I, I mean, to me, that's so stunningly powerful. Can't I be both at the same time? I love that. And okay, I'm going to Not go on with the dating part there, because I want you guys to be able to enjoy the book. So I'm going to move on to the grief part of things. And it is such a big part of her life, the way that she is grieving her Aunt Lucy throughout this book. And she's learning so much, even from her, even though her aunt has already passed away. And here is the quote I want to share. There are so many things that Lucy never did, not because she couldn't, but because she told herself she couldn't and no one made her believe otherwise. I won't lie to myself and say that Lucy was the picture of health in the last few years, but that's such a horrible reason for her to have deprived herself of herself of the things she wanted to do. And this is when she's deciding, uh, Willa Dean is deciding to join the beauty pageant. So that, um, that hesitancy to step out and do the things she wanted to do because of the way she felt about herself, I'm talking about Lucy here, really spurs Willadine on to be brave and to um, live the life she wished her Aunt Lucy could live. And then, of course, identity throughout this whole story is such a big part of things. And so here's the quote I'm going to read about that, or one of them. Um, I don't know when, but a really long time ago, I decided who I wanted to be. And I've been acting like her, whoever she is, since. But I think the act is fading, and I don't know if I like the person I am beneath it all. I wish there were some kind of magic words that could bridge the gap between the person I am and the one I wish I could be. Because the whole fake it till you make it thing, it's not working for me. Okay, I'm just gonna say this again because I love it. And I think that maybe this could be like the cry of all teens everywhere. I wish there were some kind of magic words that could bridge the gap between the person I am and the one I wish I could be and oh my goodness not even teens but but we as adults too bridging that gap between who you are right now and who you want to be and become like I I love that this book brings up stuff like that and then also with identity sometimes figuring out who you are who you are means understanding that we are a mosaic of experiences I'm dumpling and will and Willa Dean. i'm fat i'm happy i'm insecure i'm bold so it's this realization that life is messy being a human being is messy and it is okay to embrace every part of yourself which obviously i love because that's what to me the whole ish girl thing is about is having grace with yourself accepting all the parts where you are right now and being willing to kind of keep showing up and moving forward to be that next version of yourself while still loving where you are right now. So I love, love, love this book. I'm sure you can tell that. So now one of the reasons I adore this book is because it is such a great tool for jumping into some discussion with your teen. Um, I know my daughter who doesn't share a whole lot sometimes, has talked about how much she loves this book, and we've been able to have some really great discussions around it. So I thought I would throw a few questions your way that might be ones that you can springboard into great conversations with your own teens. So I'm going to go through those right now. Um, The first one is, what is beautiful? And what does it look like when your friends are a few steps ahead of you in growing up? Why are mothers and daughters so often polar opposites and how can they bridge that gap? What does it look like to fully embrace every part of who you are, not just physically, but each step along the way as you are becoming the person you want to be emotionally and intellectually? How many things do we miss out on because we think we don't, deserve them? Is there a right way to grieve someone? What's the best way to find out who you are and do it on purpose? And what makes it so hard to do that? Okay, I hope those are really going to help you have great discussions with your own teens. Now, Dumpling is a beautifully written book that explores all the ways that it is hard to figure out who you are in the face of everything that life throws at you, whether it's conflict with friends and parents or grief and loss, bullying and cultural pressure or self-doubt and confusion. Again, I will say it is a laugh out loud funny book and a tear slipping down your face an unexpl- unexpectedly sad kind of book and it is well worth the time to read it and to watch it. And again, you know my opinion on that. The book is always better. And you can get it on Amazon using the link that I provided down below. And I also have a link to the Netflix trailer. So I also want to remind you that this episode is sponsored by the ebook, How to Be the Grown-Up They Need. And you can download that for free using the link below. Or you can grab it from my website at theishgirl.com ebook. Thank you, thank you so much for hanging with me today, for talking about Dumplin', for going through all of the feels and the things and the quotes and and everything that I shared. I really do hope that you are able to um, just devour this book, see the movie, talk about it with your teens. It is so powerful. It is so different, I would say, than many of the things that I've read before. So I just highly, highly, highly recommend it. Okay, friends. Until next time, just remember from an ish girl who desperately needs to start her Christmas shopping pronto, it is all about connection, not perfection.